Tak. O, I'm grateful. Sandy and I are grateful for all of you who have blessed and prayed and encouraged us while we were gone, but then also Jeremy, Evelyn, Gerald, Don, Evan, the church council, and then you as a congregation who have stayed at church, served, loved, blessed, encouraged, financed what we do together as First Baptist Edmonton. Truly a gift, this place, this community of faith, this building, this people. So, I come back with um, having done resting, but reading, and writing, and reflecting, and one of the papers I wrote along the way was called The Journey of Being a Baptist Baptist. And I want to talk about two things. The heart of ministry, things that inspire me and enthuse me when I think of the heart of ministry, and then kind of a second direction of why Baptisty Baptists are awesome at getting the heart of ministry done. So, I'd like to think I'm a Baptisty Baptist. Uh, I was carried to the womb, in the womb, to First Baptist Lethbridge in the late 60s. My family had immigrated from Japan. My grandfathers immigrated from Japan in the 1930s. And one of my grandfathers converted from Shintoism to Christianity in the 30s. And so my mom got baptized at Marpole Baptist Church, which is in the Lower Mainland, probably in the mid-30s. And she received her Christian name, Faith. And what a name that was for my mom. She was truly a woman of Christian faith. And she wanted us kids, I'm the youngest of six kids, she wanted us to go to a Baptist church wherever we were. And so when we moved as a family to the city of Lethbridge in the early 50s, one of the first Japanese-Canadian families to move back into Lethbridge in the early 50s, she wanted to live near a Baptist church. And there we were, First Baptist Lethbridge. And so I was in the nursery there, I was... Uh, a part of children's ministry, children's choir, the Cub Scouts, uh, the youth group, the senior high youth group, uh, summer ministry intern. I was in the thick of it. Baptized by Reverend Cal Molina in 1981. Uh, my senior pastor at the time was Reverend Dr. Keith Churchill. Some of you know these names. Uh, Myrna Sears was our um, Christian education minister, and uh, I was checking in with Ken this morning. Ken was in Weyburn, Saskatchewan, but a couple years later, he would become the principal of BLTS, Baptist Leadership Training School. And I know Gary Nelson, I know you're watching today on live stream, so I know where you were too. In the late 70s, you were the Christian education minister at First Baptist Regina, and Barbara Much was there, and so was Cam Yates, who would later serve here in the 90s. So many great influences and Baptist mentors in my life. 
And so I like to think I've lived a pretty Baptisty life. But when I think about the heart of ministry, I think about three things. The first one is this, is that we get to put Jesus' life on display. That's what we do. We put the life of Jesus on display. And we do that in, at our church. We talk about it as a journey inward, journey outward journey. We say that we live in the presence of a living God through Jesus Christ. And then as we worship, as we're nurtured, as we're ministered to, as we're loved and transformed by Jesus, then we get to go out and be the hands and feet and voice of Jesus in the world. And then we get to live out our mission statement, Jeremiah 29.7, which is, Yes, you've been doing your homework, seeking the peace and well-being of the city. We've, we've had that mission statement for 30 years because we believe that as we are healed and made well by Jesus, then we go forth and seek peace and well-being in the city. So that's the first piece or the first nature of ministry, heart of ministry, putting the life of Jesus on display. Secondly, ministry is about care and compassion. We've sung, Savior, like a shepherd, lead us, and we are shepherded by Jesus, and then we, in turn, are a people of care and companionship for one another. In this place, and in the places that we're called to during the course of the week, we are the priesthood of all believers. We know that as Baptists, we believe in the priesthood of all believers, which means that I'm not the head CEO cracking the whip, calling the charges, projecting target numbers. No, I come alongside you, and I serve, and I accompany, and I care. And you serve and accompany and care for me, and then we do that together as those people who go forth as a people of care and companionship. One of my favorite verses, or sorry, phrases, um, in, in line with this is from Henry Nouwen. He writes, In our society so full of curses, we must fill each place we enter with our blessings. In our society so full of curses, we must fill each place we enter with our blessings. So companioning, shepherding God, fill us so that we might Bless this city. Thirdly, ministry is about community and a little bit of infrastructure. We get to do this work together, right? We're, we believe that God lives in community, this mothering, fathering presence of God, Son, and Holy Spirit living in community, but then God is always drawing in a community of people to be God's people, to be this blessing in the world. And I've been blessed by so many healthy Baptist congregations. And now this is the one that I get to serve and live and be in. Jesus-shaped communities where the hallmarks of a healthy church are speaking truth in love, receiving and giving forgiveness, giving and receiving mercy, listening and discerning how the Spirit is speaking to the church. And then we get to go out, step forward with wisdom and courage.
And we have infrastructure too, right? And that's been the way of the church for 2,000 years, administrating, organizing, and of course, administration and organizing and decision-making always brings some drama, some conflict, some problems, but it's necessary. And when leaders and pastors and lay people put the life of Jesus on display, when we live these lives of care and compassion, then we can do it. We can do community, and we can also have organizational structures that help us move forward. In this day and age, churches that are able to be intentional and structured and put the life of Jesus on display are nothing short of a miracle. And so we get to do that work together for such a time as this. Baptisty, Baptists can do it. That's, that's the second part here I want to say, is that we can put Jesus on display, we can act with care and compassion, we can do it with community and infrastructure. Baptisty Baptists can get God's work on earth as it is in heaven. Now, Baptisty Baptists. Why do I say Baptisty Baptist? It's because I think that there are some Baptists in North America that are losing their way. They're scared of that big bad world out there and they're battening down the hatches and making more rules and regulations so that they can supposedly keep things pure. But that feels pretty unbaptisty to me. And so I want to highlight a few distinctives of what it means to be a Baptisty Baptist. And if you've looked at a Baptist, Canadian Baptist brochure, uh, we've got some of these out in the foyer today, and we've been circulating these for the past two or three years, reminding us of why it's so cool to be a Baptist in a world where Baptists don't always have such a great name. So I want to talk about why it's so great to be a Baptisty Baptist. One is that for 400 years, we've been dissenting. In, in the best sense of the word, we've been kind of shaking our fists at religious rules and powers and saying, no, we don't have to do it the way that regulations and rules tell us how to do it, because we believe the Spirit of God and the Word of God is leading us to do it in this way or that way, depending on our ministry context. Soul liberty, that's a pretty cool Baptist distinctive too. Soul liberty is that freedom to believe as you believe the word and the spirit is speaking to you in the midst of community and then be generous in your Christian posture to the rest of the world. There's so many ways to get God's kingdom work done on earth as it is in heaven. And so, soul liberty gives us that freedom and that, I think, space and broad space to play in. So we get to be a part of interfaith conversations, and we get to not be colonial, saying that we're the only ones who have the right answer here. But soul liberty gives us the space to have conversation and to make big places of welcome for all people who are seeking or not seeking, but it allows us to minister and care 
and be gracious. Autonomy of the local church is a pretty cool Baptisty Baptist thing where, yes, we're in an association with other churches, but at the local church level, depending on our context, we try to discern what God's doing in this place and how do we posture ourselves as Christians and how do we hang on to unity in the midst of diversity. Another great thing about Baptists is they're not creedal people. In a world, and we see this in lots of places in North America where there's statements and edicts coming out from on high that everyone has to abide by, Baptists historically have not been creedal people. Baptisty Baptists stay nimble so that they don't have to be hemmed in by rules and regulations from authorities on high. So my call to us is to continue to be and celebrate being Baptisty Baptists. And maybe being a Baptist is new to you. Maybe you're, you're new to the Baptist community. You may want to take one of these brochures when you leave today, and you can talk to any of us Baptisty Baptists about how awesome it is to be a Baptisty Baptist. Because I know that there's lots of Baptisty Baptists in this church that have been in Baptist circles for decades and decades and decades, and I want you to raise your hand if you're a Baptisty Baptist. Raise them nice and high. You love this stuff, right? You love soul liberty, autonomy of the local church. You love this stuff. So, no, keep your hands up, keep your hands up, because those of you who want to talk to a Baptisty Baptist, look around someone near you, and when you grab your coffee or when you're milling around after church, you can see someone near you who's a Baptisty Baptist and go, why is it so cool to be a Baptisty Baptist? And we'll, we'll hopefully give you some great answers. So, Jesus says the Christian life is easy. Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty, 28, 30. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So, Baptisty Baptists, let's do this. Let's be yoked in. Let's be alongside the living Jesus, our Lord, who leads us and loves us. And like I was saying to the children, because of this Jesus being in us and with us and for us and leading us, we can make this place a place where you're welcome, you're loved, you're named, and you're known. And we've been doing that for 130 years. 130 years. And we're not going to stop. We're going to continue to make this place a place where you are welcomed and loved and named and known. That feels like a pretty great thing to do. Right? It seems like a pretty great thing that Baptist Baptist can pull off. So let us, again, commit to the Baptist life. It's a life of adventure. It's a life of joy. It's a life of freedom. It's a life of cool things like soul liberty, autonomy of the local church, 
not being hemmed in by creeds. Baptist, Baptist, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Celebrate our life together. And it is a joy to be back with you in this journey of faith and adventure. Thanks be to God.